0: Hi guys, welcome to In Our Community Podcast, where we interview ordinary people doing extraordinary things in their communities. I'm your host, Coach Hitty from Resurrection Movement Studio. On episode 36 of this podcast, I sat down with Kelly Peters, co-founder of BrickHouse New York City. This is part five of the series of interviewing and having conversations with dancers, choreographers, and entertainers who are doing awesome things in their communities. Kelly is a recent recipient of Kings of New York, uh, founder of X-Factory, and he's known to many as the master of musicality. He's been an influential figure in the urban dance community for over 25 years, and he shared so much wisdom with us on this podcast. So I hope that you guys would enjoy that. Listeners, don't forget to subscribe to our show and leave us a comment on iTunes. Let's get started. Okay, today we have a really special treat uh, I have on the other side of Zoom call, uh, Mr. Kelly Peters, the founder of Brickhouse New York City and the X-Factory. Uh, also, I've, I've heard you be referred to as the master of the musicality. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us.
1: Yeah, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, yeah. yeah, I um, I am one of the founders of Brickhouse. I also um, I have a business partner. Her name is Gladys Bank. Um, and she found it. I actually founded X factory and generation X. Um, and then we founded Brickhouse, you know, together. So, um, uh, so yeah. Very cool. Um, thank you.
0: Yeah. So I want to uh, travel back in time and just kind of get your story out there. But before we do that, you know, what's relevant is this COVID-19 pandemic, what that's happening. How are mm-hmm. you surviving this time? What are you doing to get your dancers to continue to move?
1: Uh, we, you know, we're still continuing our training program. We're just doing it virtually. Uh, so we're probably doing about, uh, you know, 32 hours a month, um, still with them. And that's not including whatever they do on, on their end outside of our training program. But we, we keep them moving 32 hours a month. And, um, yeah, I just, uh, keep it, I still keep it exciting. I still keep it challenging. Uh, and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's been working out. They, they've been definitely, but, you know, I, I will say this, man, like for anybody and for everybody, it's really hard to be motivated, uh, and under these conditions,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, it, it can really zap the energy out of you, you know, mm-hmm. the light, the light, that passion that burns, you know, it can definitely zap it. Yeah,
0: I think, you know, I um, I have a kids dance program as well for, for myself. Yeah. And I've noticed we just concluded our season, uh, you know, last weekend. And I noticed the attendance for the virtual classes have been low. I don't know if you're noticing that. Um, I think the kids miss that social aspect of getting into being in the studio and feeling that energy. And you know, because the music plays such a huge role in our dance world. You yeah. know, this, the sound that's coming from the computer device is so much different than the sound that will be coming from the high quality speakers. And I'm sure that affects them. Yeah,
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, No, we have, we, you know, um, they've been holding themselves accountable and, you know, and I hold them accountable as well. So, uh, you know, attendance has not been uh, super low. Of course, you, you have people missing from time to time also because they're doing virtual schooling. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes some of their, some of their assignments or some of their deadlines may conflict with, you know, uh, our training schedule, but, uh, for the most part, they've, they've all been, you know, in attendance, which I'm very grateful and, and, um, and thankful that they have that kind of uh, work ethic, you know?
0: That's very cool. Now switching gears to your story, Kelly, how did you get started in the dance world?
1: Um, How did I get started in the dance world? Well, I I started dancing professionally when I was about twelve years old. Wow. Um, you know, um because I'm I'm first and foremost, I'm a street dancer. I'm a b-boy. Um that um, you know, self self self-trained, you know, uh all the you know street styles, uh popping, breaking. Uh I'm not the best at locking uh or house, but I would say my stronger suits are are uh, breaking and, uh, and, uh, popping. And then the other, the other two, I'm i I'm not as strong at, but that's, that's, it's kind of how it started. And now obviously freestyle, um, hip hop dancing, you know, a lot of the eighties, nineties, um, party dancing. Uh, and that's how it started. You know, like, like my first professional jobs were, um, you know, with large artists, but, but we were the artists, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, we were being hired as artists to perform with artists
2: hmm.
1: as opposed to just being like, Hey, you know, can be our backup dancers. It was like, Hey, bring your crew and you guys do what you do. And, you know, it was almost like a collaboration of art, but, um, but yeah, so that started when I was about 12 years old and uh, you know, we did commercials, we did, you know, all kinds of things um, that, that, you know, hip hop was just huge at that time. You know like in terms of like breaking, popping, you know it was everywhere it was everywhere, Pepsi commercials everywhere you know mm-hmm. so um but yeah that's 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 how I entered the you know professional dance realm
0: so you came from more of the underground scene rather than like a classroom setting
1: correct that there was not that was not that was not even an option um mm-hmm. you know at that time um you know without aging myself. Um, I, I, um, yeah, actually when I started teaching classes, I had to actually go see a a hip hop class to, to even understand how to teach a class because I'd never heard of such a thing. Mm. I'm like, what do you mean a hip hop class? Like I don't even understand what that means, (laughs) you know? So, so I had to go and like see what that was all about. I think, um, I remember the first time teaching. I think when I hit like, I got to like thirteen, and they were like all laying on the ground, and I'm counting, you know, they're laying on the ground laughing because I'm at thirteen, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, "What are you laughing at?" You know, and they're like, "You can't count to 13. you know. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, so like, yeah, I didn't, you know. I remember this lady. Um, uh, her name is Diane. I can't remember her last name. This lady, uh, she—I was on Martha's Vineyard, and um, and she uh, she took me on her back patio, and she was like, "I'm going to show you how to do these counts," and you know the end count and the this count and that count. Because I just I still today don't teach with counts though.
2: Mm-hmm. It's just not
1: my thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I I understand it, but I just I, I really want I really want the students to have a connection with the music. Mm-hmm. And, and so I try to give you the sounds and the, and the, the accents and things that we're actually dancing to, um, because I don't want you to get it caught up on numbers. I want you to get caught up on, you know, what you're hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, anyway. Hmm.
0: So growing up for you, how did you learn how to dance? Was it just watching people and then trying to yeah. mimic it?
2: Very yeah.
1: cool. Yeah. That was it. We, um, you know, um, you know, in terms of breaking, we watched all of the breaking movies, you know, Beach Street, um, you know, know, the movie Breaking. The first time I saw Breaking was Flashdance, um, uh, the movie Flashdance, and um, Mm -hmm. Crazy Legs did like a backspin in the alleyway, and uh, Mr. Freeze was in it, and uh, Mr. Wiggles was like, Mm -hmm. you know. uh, And the thing about that now is that all those guys are – Friends of mine and people that I work with, and so it's um, it's really interesting. Sometimes it's sometimes it's surreal. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Huh. But yeah, we we're all self trained, and and that's the thing, man. That's the thing about today's dance world is like I don't like I can't. It's hard for me to take excuses. Like when I hear excuses, it really bothers me because I know what we did to become great. And that was all self-discipline. Like, no, we had no one like cracking the whip being like, Hey, get down there and practice. And like, we did that on our own because we had a genuine passion for -hmm. what we love to do. And like, like, I don't know, do they just not have that passion? And Mm -hmm. is it, or is it like the reasons we're doing is different? You know, it's Mm -hmm. like we did it because we really, really loved it. There was no, there was no, reward for it Mm -hmm. that just happened after we you know we got good at it so we got you know we received some opportunities to do professional jobs but it was because we were good
2: Mm -hmm.
1: you know it wasn't Mm -hmm. but we didn't do it because we wanted a professional opportunity we Mm -hmm. didn't even think about that aspect of it you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so it's like the the dedication that was put in was pure passion and Mm -hmm. i feel like i wish that i mean and i'm not saying that all this generation that everyone's like that but i would say a lot of them are the majority of them are looking for the treasure at the end of the rainbow and they're like not doing it for the same reasons you know Mm -hmm. they're not doing it for the same reason i did it you know so Mm -hmm. um so like you know uh, I i just
0: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Totally agree with what you're saying. You know, I work with kids of all ages in regards to dance and in fitness and training as well. And I always talk about that there's a difference between the idea of loving something and you truly, really, really loving that art. So you say that you love to dance. That's one thing. But really, when you are the dance is ingrained in you and you truly love it, you can see that. in the. You can see it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. and it's very and it's very um contagious you know yep. um i think uh you know as as a teacher and someone who has a program i think that that is what attracted my students to me mm. is is that passion mm-hmm. you know my passion for it was what attracted them to wanting to learn it you know
2: mm-hmm.
1: so mm-hmm. Um so Kelly what was it
0: like for you coming from the underground world to yep. be to be t- on the taking side of a like a an organized hip hop class do you remember what that felt um, like
1: you know I, like i've only taken maybe 10 classes in my life and mm. this was all classes i took as an adult you know as as like a, like a full adult like i and i was really taking the classes because um, at that point, I was already teaching, and I just felt like I was giving so much I wasn't receiving,
2: mm.
1: meaning like I was just teaching and teaching and teaching, but I needed to receive some sort of uh inspiration and something new that to to even tap inside myself you know for for mm. more that I had to offer
2: um
1: so um it was I almost felt like a beginner, even today, if I take a class, I feel like a beginner because I just I'm so not used to taking other people's movement.
2: Mm -hmm. Um,
1: But it does give you, it does, I think it, it's like any other muscle, you know, really exercises your brain in a way uh, that you learn how to learn. And I think it's a very valuable tool to have, man. And I I have more respect for dancers when I try to take someone's class Mm. and like they'll get, sometimes they get, three, eight content. I'm like, all right, I'm done. I, I can't, I can't, I, you know, I, I can't keep up. And then, so then it, it makes me have a little more compassion for them when they take my class, you know,
2: mm-hmm. but cool. yeah, uh,
1: but yeah, I've, I've only, you know, I've taken just some of my friends class. Like I'll, I'll pop in, you know, back when I, I used to teach at Broadway dance center. So I would go, um, sometimes I would take like Rhapsody or Luam or whatever. I just go take the classes just for fun or bam, bam. Um, you know, just just because I I support my friends and I just wanted to try it, you know. Um, but usually I, for me, I always found that as a creative, um, I didn't like to take people's classes because I didn't want it to alter how I thought or approached my choreography. Because mm. we nat- we naturally do that. Sometimes we naturally will when we're trying to be creative, we go to things that are that pop up in our head, and if mm-hmm. i and if I was like taking all these people's classes all the time, then that's what would be popping up in my head is like their movement or, mm-hmm. you know, and like you subconsciously you do it, you know,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not even a conscious- it's like it's just subconsciously you're like doing that sort of thing, so. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um that's funny that you mentioned Broadway Dance Center. That's actually where I took your classes way back in oh, really? like yeah oh, wow. yeah yeah. Well way back it was 2007, 2008 I think.
2: Yeah. And
0: yeah. I was I was super beginner. You know, I started dancing in college. So, I was taking like Chio's and Beb's class and then I happened to look at the schedule and I saw your name. I was like I'm going to try this out. And I yeah. fell in love with your style because it was so oh, drastically God, different you know the isolations and the intricacy of the movements i was like wow this is really cool because that's back when like chris brown's music videos were popular and i related movements to you know Mm -hmm. to to some of his moves i was like wow this is very very cool and uh you know i've been following you since you know i i've actually ended up in the same convention uh pulse i think at atlantic city and i was like oh yeah that's kelly i was like i haven't seen him in a while
1: yeah yeah man yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. I really do. It's, it's always it's always nice to to bump into uh, a person who um, has like, you know, kind of been following your work and ha- has even been a part of your classes. Uh, and and I feel like that sort of thing is important too because we have an impact on people that could have had an impact on you that led you to do what you do today. Like for all I know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's why like it's we're we're so lucky to be chosen as teachers. You know. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it's, it's impactful, you know? So.
0: Yeah. So, and as I was, you know, reading up on your biography and stuff like that, I came across two things that was repeatedly mentioned. One was the master of musicality. And then there's a quote that's attached to you that says, God gave me a gift to hear music and to see movement. Can you elaborate on those two points? Because I find that to be very fascinating.
1: Um, well, the master of musicality. Um, that's just like, so I, the way I hear music is, I, I don't even, it's, a, it's like, I grew up in such a um, a diverse cultured place. I'm originally from St. Louis, Missouri. And mm-hmm. so I, I had all kinds of friends, you know, I had punk rock friends, I had and then but I was like a b-boy so like I had that group of friends but then I'd be going to like a punk show and I'd be you know jumping off the stage at an agnostic front seven seconds concert or you know like I'm all over the place so the way I hear music is I really hear everything all the percussions all the drums all the guitars all the this all of that so like um that's where so my musicality is just different because of that Mm. because of how I hear music and then um the way that I incorporated it into my choreography came from um, probably my biggest inspiration, these two girls, Cecily uh, Bradley and Thomas Thompson. Um, they go by the name New Styles. Mm. Um, and they were the choreographers for Missy Elliott and um, and Olivia and Tweet and Daddy Yankee and like several other people. Um, and mo- they're most famous for their choreography with Missy Elliott. But when I had my studio on Martha's Vineyard, I would bring them in to teach, and we had long conversations about it you know about mm. musicality and 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 how it could be developed in in your movement and um and I don't know just something about that just helped me really really like sharpen my 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 ear and my movement for musicality um But in terms of like God giving me a gift, I think that is a gift to be able to hear music the way you hear it, specifically how you hear it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I see, you know, obviously a lot of teachers and choreographers use musicality. Mm -hmm. And so everybody's unique in how they hear it. Uh, And I feel like, you know, mine is a gift as well. I think when when it stands out to people that it's different, then you know it's different. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Because it's one thing to be like, oh, that was some good musicality. Mm -hmm. but it's another thing when it's like oh this musicality is very different Mm -hmm. like i never heard that before in the song (laughs) you know
2: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i get that a lot like i've never even heard i've listened to this song a thousand times and i never heard that sound
0: i i know exactly what you're saying sometimes when i take a class and you know the the sound that i've never noticed before is accentuated accentuated in a movement by the choreographer i'm like wow that's Pretty amazing that they hear yeah. that because it's yeah. kind of hidden in the layers of that sound that you, it's more yeah. cover.
1: It's yeah. a lot of layers. Like it's like songs are so layered. It's like I'm sorry, I live in I live in New York, so
0: that's okay. No, <laughs>
1: that's
0: a typical yeah. New York
2: City sound. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: these, these, these sirens are day and night, man. <laughs> um, but um yeah, so it's like you know, hearing hearing music, hearing those sounds and the layers because music is layered. And so I'm, I'm also, I try to do choreography to give props to the producer, mm. you know, because they're behind the scenes putting together these dope tracks. And, and that's kind of like their story, you know? Mm. And then the singer lays their vocals on it and that's their story. And then they come to you and say, okay, can you make this a visual, our story, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, it's almost like, you know, a writer, a director, and actors. The dancers are the actors. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and and you know the producer and the and the and the songwriter. They they wrote the script, and now I'm the director, and I'm directing this movie. And the movie, the actors are the dancers, and it's my job to give a um, an accurate, you know, description of what we're hearing. And what, mm. and so I try to have people see what they hear. You know. Mm.
0: That's a great explanation of how this whole thing works together from the creation of music to why you value the musicality so much and why you take it upon yourself to be responsible for portraying that accurately. That's very
1: important to me. It's very important. Got to give them their props, man. They work hard. And and like, we, we, we move because of what they put out, you know? Right. So, you know,
0: very true. Um, So after all these years, what keeps you going?
1: um passion still have the passion for it like it just like still today i'm i'm always like wow i cannot believe that like i actually get paid to do this It's like insane to me you know um it's it's really it's passion and like just the experiences i've had in life i recently uh received this award um, uh the king of new york it's like this i saw this that
0: congratulations
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's a big, big deal. Uh, And, um, you know, I'm so honored. But the thing about it that really, really was full circle for me is that I received the honor with other people. And and two of the people on that on that honorary list was Crazy Legs Mm -hmm. and and DJ Kool Herc. Mm -hmm. Now, DJ Kool Herc is the founder of hip hop. He's Mm -hmm. the person that started this whole culture Mm -hmm. and then crazy legs is the first person that I ever saw, you know, break. And that inspired me to even start doing it in the first place. Mm -hmm. And now it just, it was, it was almost like what, like it was so surreal. That moment and that night was, was surreal because of those people being part of that experience with me. Um, It was just full circle, man. It's full circle.
0: There's a book named uh, Legends of Hip Hop. I think it's written by John Bua, who is the artist. And both of them are mentioned. And so I feel like your picture should be in there as well. At this hey, point. I,
1: I, I'm with it. I, I just, I don't, want them, I don't want them to wait till I'm not here to, to get those roses. You know, a lot of times people like to wait. You know, I mean, like everybody wants to say great things when you're not around to hear it. It's like, let's do it while everybody's around. And, you know, right. I, I mean, I feel like I deserve it, you know. Um, but hey, I, I don't do it for that reason. Honestly, I don't do it for the acc- 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 made, uh, acc- accolades. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do it because I actually love it. And and in terms of like you know me working with young people, like I was chosen, man. That's that's my purpose. And I realize it. And so the reason why uh, you know my business is successful and and things have gone the way they are is because I accepted that and I walk in my purpose. You know, mm-hmm. I walk in my purpose. And and you know. That's I, I accepted that. And now by doing that, you know, I attract I all the other things I wanted to do as well in terms of like uh, you know, creative direction and artist development and music videos and commercials and you know, different projects that uh, that I've done over the years, that's all come from passion and me walking in my purpose. And you know, um, so I, I really don't do it for, you know, accolades, but we we all want to be valued and and, um and recognized for our contribution you know
0: for sure um so what is dance to you if you were to define dance like in dictionary in your own words how would you define dance in your own words
1: um oh how would i define dance um I think it's, I think it's, uh, it's, it's just in one word, I would say expression, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think it's our own personal expression, but it's a, it's almost like a, a way of turning something inside out. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you have a shirt and you turn it inside out, you can see what the inside of that shirt looks like. And sometimes, um, you know, sometimes it looks different because it's inside of it might be cotton or wool or whatever. So it doesn't look like the, The pretty outside sometimes you know sometimes Mm that the the outside looks all pretty and you turn the shirt inside out and you're like hey all these lines and threads and (laughs) you know but like but like it's still part of it you know Mm -hmm. um and and it's an expression it's an expression that you get to but sometimes the inside is beautiful sometimes it's lined with this beautiful silk lining with with paisley and whatever and you know uh, it just depends on, on what it is. And I think dance is the same way. It's like, you know, we turn something inside out depending on what the emotion is and what our expression is. And um, and you get to see that physically. It's it's a physical expression of, of what the insides are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I always, you know, find it very interesting how you know a lot of dancers in in real life might be shy and reserved but you put them on the dance floor and you give them a piece to perform oh
2: yeah but they're oh, yeah.
0: able to express themselves fully in their movements things 100%. that they can't express in words yeah you know? and i think partially that's what attracted all of us to this industry this art form is to be able to express what we're feeling and just yeah. going all out
1: 100 um, yeah i agree
0: Yeah. So Kelly, um, I don't want to eat too much of your time, but I do have a last segment that I ask all my interviewees to do. It's called words of encouragement. And so you can frame this however you want towards whatever you want. You can direct it towards the dance community or you can just direct it towards the general public, whatever words of encouragement that you'd like to share, please go ahead and do so.
1: Okay. Um, I would say number one, fall in love with the process Um, and, and, I say that based on like what we spoke about earlier, how like we did it because we loved it and the other things just came from it, you know. It naturally came because we were great. We were great, so like strive to be great at what you do and the rest will fall into place. So um, that's number one, uh, you know, fall in love with the process. Um, Number two is I live my life by these four agreements that I learned from this this book John Miguel Ruiz wrote called Four Agreements. Uh, and it's the first one is be impeccable with your word. The second one is don't make assumptions. Um, the other is don't take things personal. And the fourth one is always do your best. Um, and we tend to, all those things are things that we can add into our experience with dance because our insecurities are what stop us from sometimes being as great as we can be because we are our biggest judge and we judge ourselves so hard that we paralyze ourselves. And so, um, you know, and, and we're surrounded by other dancers a lot of times. And so we let those things influence us. And, and, it, and it really, you know, that's what I mean by taking things personal. If someone's having a bad day or whatever, and they say something like you can't, you can't let, absorb that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it has nothing to do with you. Um, and don't make assumptions, meaning uh, if you didn't get a job, don't assume it was because of your dancing. It could have been because your hair was too long and not the right color or whatever, you know. Um, uh, be impeccable with your word just means, you know, be straight up. You know, uh, and always do your best is pretty obvious. Uh, and and the most important thing that I live my life by is peace, which is positive energy activates constant elevation. Hmm, I love that. So, that's what I that's what I would say.
2: Very all and cool. every,
1: and all things are positive. All things are positive possible. Um, you know, like I said, I I was first inspired by watching a kid. Um, um, do a backspin in an alley in a movie who has become, you know, synonymous with the word B-boy, you know, and, uh, and I'm, I received a reward, uh, uh, an award with this same guy who inspired me. Um, and mm-hmm. so that was a dream come true to me, as well as having a studio in Times Square, you know, an yeah. urban dance studio in Times Square, which um, our, our handle is Brickhouse, uh dot nyc is our instagram but our website is Brickhousedance.com. um and yeah if you're really serious about your training um uh, you know give us a give us a look and uh we'll, we'll take you to the next level
0: sure well you actually uh, covered the next part that i was going to ask is to please plug in all of your stuff that you want to oh, yeah. plug in for your uh, so brick house new york city brick- is the instagram
1: yeah, Br- Brick House NYC. It's BrickHouse.NYC. Uh, and then uh, our website is BrickhouseDance.com.
0: Are you offering virtual classes for general public? Right yeah, now? yeah, oh, you we are. are.
1: Okay. Uh, and that's also on BrickhouseDance.com. Uh, we still have open classes that are happening every week, every day. That's awesome.
0: Well. Wow. That's awesome. Thank you so much, uh, Kelly, for your time. Yeah, for sure, and man. For Thank
1: you for having me. I reason. appreciate you.
0: Man. Yeah. And I uh, look forward to New York City being opened up and visiting your studio sometime. Yeah,
1: man. Please come by, man. We'd love to have you. We'd love of to course. have you. We'd love to have this conversation in person.
0: Of course. Thank you so much, Kelly. Stay,
1: stay safe, man. And thanks again.